Hello, everyone. It's time for a new episode of the CBON podcast. Today, we're going to talk about the CCUS value chain. There are, of course, various challenges. It can be linked to technology. It can be in the implementation or integration into the existing waste energy plant, for instance. It can be linked to transportation and storage. And what about funding? Um, today's guest, uh, Camilla Brox and myself, we decided to focus on the carbon capture side, and uh, which is, let's say, perhaps half of the issues or, or related to the solutions. But uh, I hope you will enjoy listening to this. Hello, welcome back to the podcast, and uh, we're going to jump into carbon capture, utilization and storage today, together with Camilla Brox. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Mika. Thanks for having me. Yeah, and uh, sure. I, and uh, we've had the pleasure to meet a, few, a couple of times. And um, of course, today we have a rainy day both in Oslo and Fredrikstad, but we both enjoy the autumn. Yes. So uh, we don't really mind in that sense, but sense. But we have the sunshine. I see that in in your face, and uh, I feel energetic too. And um, the topic of carbon capture, I think that occupies both of us in a sense that it's important for the future. But um, before we move into that topic. Uh, could you please introduce yourself, your, let's say, agenda for the day or or these um, these times and and uh, yeah for the pleasure of the audience to understand a bit your background well thank you so much mika well um my name is camilla brooks i am a self-proclaimed sustainability ambassador <laughs> i am eager to inspire people to live and to do business more sustainably um, I'm originally from Senja, which is uh, Norway's second largest island located above the Arctic Circle. And I have always felt a really, really close connection to nature and animals and such. Um, so uh, I have a bachelor's degree in marketing uh, with specialization in internationalization and, and leadership. And then I have a executive master of management um, degree from Bay Business School with programs such as corporate social responsibility and climate change and public relation um, re leadership and organizational psychology. So that's my background, academic background. For the last six years, um, I have worked for and with businesses and organizations mapping their ecological or environmental footprint and um, helping them reduce their CO2 emissions and to uh, find business opportunities in the green shift. And of course, then preserving and caring for nature and climate and people and animals, um, which is my interests and uh, concerns. So I have been so fortunate to be part of the establishment of the Norwegian Center of Circular Economy. I've done that for five years. I was the manager there for two years. And I've also been part of an, uh, establishing and scaling CCU in Norway, which I probably think we will come back to. 
Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. Yeah. And I'm currently the project manager then for a large project called the CCUS Value Chain Creation, uh, um, Value Creation, the Business Development and, and uh, Innovation. And I'm also a project manager for COM, Klimakur for Avfallsforbrenning in Norge, which will be in English, Climate Cure for Waste Incineration in Norway. So that's what I'm currently um, most occupied with. And then I run around in Norway having uh, speeches and, and moderating different conferences uh, in within uh, circular economy and climate changes. And yeah, yeah, that's what I do. Trying to inspire people. <laughs> yeah, but that's that's great to hear, Camille. I mean, you're so your passion is in this area, and and uh, I think also the mission you carry personally and and through your organizations, of course, is to also build this awareness. Yeah. In terms of how we have to evolve and develop industries to become uh, carbon neutral or negative, as such. So. Um, and I think, of course, if you look at, yeah, let's let's just jump into carbon capture and uh, <laughs> why not? Well, and, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, we are, let's say, at the forefront in Norway. Why do you think that that has happened? Uh, that we are in, in this, let's say, position as innovators, building the whole value chain in Norway um, and and. Uh, how can we profit from that further on to scale well, it up? First of all, I do think that with our history from oil and gas, we have a lot of competence and a lot of knowledge, both for the possibilities of storing CO2 on, on the Norwegian shelf. I do believe that that is our business opportunities as well. I believe we have a, a country that is concerned. We have money. We have knowledge. And for those two, we also have a uh, a commitment to to being part of of making the future more sustainable. And and uh, we um, by building the value chain and by investing what which Norway has done uh, in this competence and in this uh, technologies that are available, I believe we have taken a position and as leading uh, uh, leaders of the CCUS uh, industry and the development. Mm -hmm. And now we have to try to uh, keep that advantage. Yeah. <laughs> that would be great. And we are a lot of people who, who want that to happen. <laughs> oh, yes. And of course, I think there's a lot of interest. And, uh, you know, I, I visited um, TCM in Mongstad uh, yeah. last week. And of course, we are learning from each other yeah. uh, as such. And of course, there's a lot of visitors there. Um, you you mentioned, let's say, the waste handling uh, industry too. Let's say, uh, like we have Celsius in uh, Klemsrud, Oslo. I mean, they have a lot of attention to what they're doing. Absolutely. And talking with them, of course, what they initiated. Now we have, what is it they say, more than 60 plants in, in, in uh, Europe looking at the same to, to also go, let's say, uh, with a scheme of carbon capture. So I do think we have a, let's say, quite good position in Norway. Yes. Um, but let's say, how do we scale this up and, and uh, make this a reality? Not not just plans and, let's say, studies 
and uh, actually see that this comes to fruition that we implement carbon capture in in uh, in waste plants and and other industries well uh, first of all i do believe that we all need to have that common understanding that uh, carbon capture utilization and storage technologies will be required in the future uh, in order to decarbonize industries such as like you say waste to energy facilities and also process industry so so when we have that common understanding and and of course the ipcc reports are really really clear that we won't be able to reach our uh, the paris agreement without it then we then we can can move on to okay what how do we do this and like you say a lot of um uh, companies like a lot of waste to energy uh, companies in Norway and in Europe and in the rest of the world are looking into this and have projects, ongoing projects. Many of them have feasibility studies already going. Some are going into concepts and, and looking further into, okay, how are we going to do this? But of course, the business model needs to fly. And in order to do this, I mean, you can use the support mechanisms that are available um, for maturing a lot of the projects to a point and then there's uh, a lack of um, <laughs> support systems yeah so we need to get into that and and look further into also the policies the policy makers how are we going to 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 do this so as in norway we have the we have climate uh, who supports a lot of the projects and the feasibility studies and and to maturing technology and some piloting we have Innova. we also, of course, uh, a lot of the projects are, are um, um, looking into the support systems through EU with the Innovation Fund. But we also need to have the new systems to, to, to be here to mature the projects, to ensure that we have uh, the projects moving forward and not stopping. And, and then in order to even go to the uh, to making investments decisions with many of them are planning to do in 2004 to 24 25 26 it all depends on, on where you're where you're going uh, or, or which um, companies you are looking into however the investment decisions won't be taken unless there's a business model that flies yes so um for example in with waste to energy facilities i mean we believe that we need a set of regulations that should be created for capturing and and storing biogenic co2 and and, and we are looking into the carbon removal certificates and the, the the systems that will be coming from from the eu and be more clear this fall so that's one of the the things that we we need to have um, have a more more information about and more clear as to how this will work in the future. Yeah, I, I think you're into let's say a really relevant point. I mean, the technology is there for carbon capture, and, mm -hmm. and um, so th that that part is let's say available. Of course, it's like you said, the business model. There's a catch here because. Of course, you, you go into, let's say, the waste to energy uh, for them, all these operators, it's a cost, it's an investment to also yes. add uh, the carbon capture uh, facilities to it. And um, like you say, the, both the voluntary carbon market and what EU is then 
working on establishing for Bex the biogenic side that is uh, extremely crucial and important, yes. as well as getting those the, the authority subsidies and incentives yes. um, as part of this, because the, the business case is difficult, definitely. Definitely. Um, and I think, of course, like seeing what the, the Danish government is doing now on, on the subsidy schemes. And yes. uh, that's really exciting. That is exciting. Absolutely. And of course, Sweden, they, they were kind of the first ones out here with, with who did, they, they decided to provide the, uh, the subsidies for, for players who are investing in bio CCS facilities with this reverse yeah. um, auction. Uh, which I probably think that we might have something like that going on in Norway as well, coming up, hopefully. Uh, yeah, and I think it, it's it's models that, of course, other countries should look into and EU. We uh, have, have, should welcome that dialogue and, and strengthen that, of course. And um, then, then, of course, I think that many think that, oh, but CCS, do we really need it? And uh, why do we do it? And I think it's part of, let's say, under this, let's say, uh, the green shift or as we call it, the energy transition. We have yes. to, before we have, let's say, uh, set out all the infrastructure, have renewables, yeah. uh, for instance, as energy sources. Of course, we have to deal also with what we are creating right now, today, tomorrow, mm-hmm. and uh, take out that carbon of course and and uh, uh, in my opinion just just to mention that i i believe camilla also that um, in the future to have the license to operate you have to have carbon or, or let's say be carbon neutral yes. or have those plants in, in in place yes definitely yeah so um uh, but back to the CCUS forum in Norway. I mean, how? Um, what's the purpose of it? And and this vehicle. I mean, h- how is this developing? Yeah. Well, I suppose I could take you back to to how how was it originally started, uh, if that's okay with you, Mika. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Yeah. So so in 2018 to 2021, Borg CO2 had had an uh, worked on feasibility study together. And, and I was fortunate enough to be my project manager there. But there were 18 different partners looking into this. And, and they found the capture potential in Nedre Gloma region <laughs> to be 630,000 tons of CO2, possibility of avoiding this from the atmosphere, mm-hmm. which was an, a, <laughs> a substantial amount of CO2 not reaching the atmosphere. And in 2021, when they had um, fulfilled their feasibility study, they moved on uh, with the pre-feed, uh, at least nine of the partners did, and then they decided for the others who were not ready to actually go to into commercialization on, on these CCUS uh, 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 possibilities, they wanted to continue to learn from each other like you've already um, said is important, and they established CCUS Norway. Uh, and, and it's a member organization. So now there are more than 50 or 60 members there uh, to, to, uh, who share their competence and share their expe- uh, experiences about then environmentally and resource efficient capture using and storage of CO2. And, and I do believe that that is important. And, and for the suppliers to come together now through the suppliers forum, which where we met the last time, Mika. Yes. Uh, 
I believe that that will open for discussions around opportunities and, of course, um, where it's stopping up and, and also looking into the business opportunities um, of, of uh, uh, selling more of the technology that are, are uh, expressed in Norway, also out in other countries. So for for the network and, and the develop, further development, I do believe that CCUS Norway will play a, uh, play a role in that. And uh, you were into the, the U in the CCUS where the utilization part. Uh, we also have a forum in CCUS Norway, which is the CCU forum. And they, of course, discuss the issues and uh, around utilization of CO2. And, and policy uh, perspectives and roadmaps for CCU as, as part of, uh, of making CCS also happen. Of course. So I do think that's, um, yeah. Yeah. So anyone interested, let's say, oh, now they hear about uh, CCS Norway. Um, of course, uh, do, do you need to be a Norwegian company or have presence here or is it also open for uh, other parties um, outside I would probably not be the, the right person for no, no. To answer that, but but I do believe that it, it, it is open for others yeah, as yeah. well. Yeah. Just just to clarify that. Yeah. Yeah. So I, do, I do think so. And yeah. And and this this is the forum where where we meet other partners with other companies that have different types of technologies. A, a new new knowledge actually develops so i i uh, i have great interest in in taking part and and uh, for the different part members to help one another in this build in building of the ccus industry both in norway and and uh, in europe and internationally exactly come to norway collaborate with us because yes i, I think <laughs> you know to make this happen, they, they collaborate to innovate. I, I say many times, and it, it's not just the technology side, but it's the you know the whole uh, business innovation, the whole value chain. There's so many bits and pieces we have to look into. Definitely. As such, so uh, it's a journey. We're building on it, and and uh, for sure, lot lot of things to do still. Yes. Uh, as such. So um, I when we think about that, what, what's around the next corner for you, Camilla? No, that's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> well, both of these projects that I'm as fortunate to be part of, we are really, really uh, looking into the value creation and, and even to, to express that to local and regional and national politicians for 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 making uh, for being able to have the policies and and like you said the the um, the opportunities available the support systems support mechanisms the marketplace so that's what we're working on in both projects and and for helping the waste to energy facilities and and the process industry in general to to reach their goals with CCUS as part of their um, strategies to reach net zero in 2050 or yeah 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 so, so, so for me, it's it being part of this, mm -hmm. helping so, so, uh, the different partners finding each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I think that is so relevant also because, you know, talking with a lot of, let's say, uh, waste energy players, of course, it's a new world for them too. And, yeah. uh, you know, a lot of things they have to uh, manage. And I, I think I saw one one plan was that, they showed me all their projects 
with implementing the, the CCS at the existing plant. I think they had, how many was it? 20, 30 sub projects. Yes. And all, all of those things, you know, ha- have to um, uh, function and, and, and uh, be completed to have the CCS functional. Uh, so it it is an enormous undertaking, and then of course you get the, let's say the authority side here, and you know they said that okay you need all the permitting etc., and they need to be brought up to the right level. So understand also what are they going to monitor in terms of emissions and emission levels? How can you measure it? Yeah. Etc. So there's still a lot of let's say knowledge that has to be gained and shared. Yeah. So, um, but think about this sphere also. I mean, is is it anything you think that oh, we need more of this or that, or or any kind of uh, areas that are not well covered, or parties engaging in in the let's say the whole CCS value chain? Well, I I think that the politicians who are going to make this um, possible for local municipalities, regional municipalities, we need to to get everyone up to to a level of 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 uh, knowledge of as to how this CCUS industry will help us reach the climate goals, as well as building workplaces, jobs, green jobs, making sure that that. Uh, uh, people even keep their jobs like you said this this will be this will be required for for these businesses to sell their products for them to be green enough to to reach the net zero so we need to preserve these jobs and and CCUS industry will will make <laughs> will be a part of making this happen absolutely i i, I agree there and um now i'm going to shift a bit sure. a, a thing here camilla because you know i um when I come to the office, I typically try to bike uh, to work. And I think it's, you know, you get a bit of fresh air. And fortunately, I have it's it's downhill most uh, most of the way to, to, to the office. It's worth Lucky going you. back home. Lucky <laughs> but I know, you know, we this summer, you you and me, we didn't meet there, but we were both at the Arendals Uka in, in Norway. Oh, yes. And I understand you bike there, Camilla. Yes, I did. <laughs> I did. I went on one of my sustainability tours and I biked from Fredrikstad to Arndal. Yeah, it's about approximately 300 kilometers. But of course, I spent a week doing that and I spent yeah. uh, I, I spent the nights in tents. Of course, I'm trying to keep my footprint as low as possible. <laughs> oh, amazing. So, yeah. yeah. But All that, of course, so uh, yeah. I, 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 wow! I respect that really. That's so cool. Maybe I need to join you next next year if you bike again. You're but, welcome, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but of course, Arendal Suka, you know, that's a fantastic forum also for let's say, uh, uh, what should I say, industry politicians to meet up. Very open forum, and I think that's that's so typical, not just for Norway but the Nordics that we kind of. Uh, we, we we really level and and you can let's say have open discussions with almost anyone in a sense. Yes. So um, back to this with the politicians etc. Did you do you, I mean um, having spent a few days there in Arndal? I mean, uh, do you think the politicians are they on board at least fr- from Norway uh, as such to kind of see what we're doing on on the CCUS side? 
more and more so yeah every month yeah um, yes i mean when i joined or become became part of the ccus family in norway <laughs> let's say it was not that big as it is today <laughs> mm -hmm. and i believe that the politicians the policymakers are more and more invested in ccus um each year so for this year in Arnorsuka, we had a, a different conversation than we did last year. <laughs> Thanks to a lot of uh, lobbying, a lot of people sharing their knowledge and experiences. And I, I think uh, as well as the technology providers, the suppliers for the CCUS industry, everyone's been sharing both with the carbon capture side, technology side, the CCU side. It, it all helps us understanding that this is here to stay <laughs> you know ccus yeah. industry is here to stay it will grow it will be making more of the green jobs that we will need in the future um and, and more and more are uh are experienced or have read some of the ipcc reports we will listen to to um um, Ursula von der Leyen, for example, mm. uh, who, who are really, really speaking up for, for also for CCUS. Um, we have a conversation saying, OK, how are we going to do that? Not if we're going to do it, not sure. if we're going to build the CCUS industry, but how we're going to do it. And thanks to, of course, Beluna and Seru and other uh, like CCUS Norway, Polytechnisk for ending, there's a lot of people uh, making uh, the conversation heard yeah. on different levels. And you can see the local and regional politicians also taking part in the discussions and in the debates, more so than earlier. And, and I really think this is great. <laughs> yeah, I, I also sense, I mean, it, it's gaining more momentum and traction as such and, and uh, how the discussion is shaping up. So uh, one final question. Camilla, so okay, that's that was this year, and the Arendalsuk. It, it seems for me, it's like oh, it's ages ago already. <laughs> so yes, much happening. <laughs> I agree with you. But but let's say let's uh, fast forward uh, next next <clears throat> summer. I mean, um, what 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 is your hopes or your plea? Where, where should we where should we be by then? Well, I would not that it's a yeah, please, please go ahead. Yeah, I would have loved to to have uh, to have said that we do have reverse um, auctions probably or or some kind of supports for for uh, infrastructure in place from the government. That would have been great uh, for for more more support systems for maturing the projects, making sure that happen. I hope that when we meet at Andersuka next year that we say this that we did this. And, and the projects yeah. are maturing and we are now talking about the investments decisions. OK, so next year we're, we're sitting down and that's what we're talking about. We do have the mechanisms and I'm hopeful that that the, the signals that will come from the EU in regards to carbon removals, uh, certificates and the systems, I'm hoping that this will be um, uh, structured in a way that it will be uh, an important income for for the uh, emitters that have biogenic co2 because that will make business uh, models uh, <laughs> fly at some point 
So yes. and 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 of course to have more information about the the cost for emitting fossil CO2 to just know that what will the cost be when will this be so you have you can see into the crystal ball in the future and saying this investment for CCUS is going to be the right investments also 15 20 30 years ago from now so we need to we need to be able to do that so the support mechanisms, the policies need to come uh, along and, and make this happen. Then we can also talk about we we try we're going to reach our goals of reducing CO2 oh. from the atmosphere and then saving the planet. <laughs> so we yeah, have that's, generations that's to the come. I'm hoping that yeah. my my children one day say something like. Thank you, Mom, for you and all the other people who worked really, really hard to reduce the CO2 in the atmosphere in order for us to have a future. <laughs> That's a fantastic last few words there, Camilla. It's been a pleasure to have you uh, talking about our planet sustainability and, and carbon capture as such. So thank you for your time. Thank you so much, Mika, for having me.